Welcome to Managing Fires, where we develop current and future leaders. That's right. I'm really excited. This is podcast number two. Um, My name is Matt Oliver. I'm the founder of Managing Fires, and our goal is to pick the brains of the, the best leaders to help us learn how to put out those little fires in the in the workplace so that they don't turn into raging infernos. Today I'm excited. We're going to talk about how you can affect culture change and what it takes to change that culture. You know, it's uh it's difficult sometimes to to come in uh, you know, maybe maybe you're tasked with with an, a a large change that's needed in your workplace. Maybe you know, maybe there's a, a a need for safety culture improvement. So maybe people aren't um, are, are wearing their you know protective equipment, or maybe they're not lifting appropriately, or whatever your case is. Or maybe there's a culture change needed for work ethic. Folks coming in late. Um, are are you struggling with your staff completing assignments on time, completing tasks on time? Um, or, or is the culture change that's needed something to better your business? You know, if you're not in the fire service, or even if you are in the fire service, uh, as Chief Rick, Rick Lasky talks about, you know, customer service is paramount. Do you need to improve your your culture as it relates to customer service? And so, what I want to talk about today is culture change. I can't wait to to tell you guys all about you know my thoughts on culture change, um, and. And I look forward to uh, spending a little time with you. Thanks. Sit back. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Managing Fires. Okay, let's get right into it. So, so culture change. Um, you know, culture in the workplace, I, I think, or I feel like, is what drives everything we do. You know, it could be something so simple as, you know, a, a leader who is constantly what I would call dressed to the nines. You know, um, in the fire services, uniform is always perfect. He's always got a haircut and trimmed up. He's always prepared. You know, maybe he's got a notebook so that he doesn't forget anything, and and his staff see him making notes in the notebook, and 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 when they remind him about something, he says, "Yeah, I'm aware of that. I have it on my plan right here." Um, you know, the culture change is driven by the leaders, or Current culture is sustained by the leaders. Now, that's not to say that your staff won't be paramount in creating a change in the current or the status quo, because they will. However, your plan or your actions or you being part of the change is also going to be extremely important. And we talked about that recently where uh, you have to make sure that that you lead and you are prepared. Um, but but for today, we're going to talk about you know changing and w- what it takes to change a culture. Um, so one of the things I think you you need to do, and we talked about that in the intro, is you know what change is needed. Again, we said you know is safety is a is a safety culture change needed or a work ethic culture change needed or uh, another big one uh, customer care culture change is that needed um and again there's a great program by chief rick lasky i had the opportunity to attend last year um and and chief lasky talks about um what dividends customer care or um you know customer service can pay 
to your organi- organization. You know, whether it's – in his in his case, he was talking about the fire service, and some of the things he mentions for the fire service are, or that he talks about are are huge for him and what they actually did for his fire department by simply – for him being a part of the community and making sure the community – knows that the fire department's there for them. In return, they were able to get equipment and staffing and and, and all kinds of great things. And so generating that buy-in was great because they did it through customer care or customer service. And so uh, you, you may in the future hear me talk about customer care a lot because I really believe in it. Okay, so the the next thing, so we talked about what, what change is needed. And the next thing is going to be why why is it currently the way it is? You know, why is your organization functioning the way it does? Or why are your staff acting, not necessarily in a bad way, but why are they acting the way they are? Um, and into that, are you aware of any backstory? You know, um, oftentimes we could say, oh, well, you know, our people act this way because that's the way we've always done it. And, and in the fire service, that's a legitimate argument. We've always done it that way. Now, of course, there's always a story about why, and there may be three stories about the same thing about why, and three different, you know, three different origins to why. But for more recent things, there's generally a backstory. You know, this happened, so we did that, and it became the norm. Now, the norm doesn't mean it's right, or doesn't mean it's most effective. And again. You know, you'll hear people in the fire service talk about the fire service is um, is is hampered by history, um, no progress, uh, and that's oftentimes the case. So, that being said, we, we've talked about what change is needed, why it is the way it is, and what's the backstory on that. So, the next thing is going to be you need to develop a plan. Now, if you can keep office hours and, and have some quiet time, or you may need to do this at home, or on a bike ride, or during your workout, or whatever it is you do to have you time, um, you're going to have to develop a plan. I mean, you need to think deep about this. Culture change, you know, you could change a policy, um, but policy change isn't really culture change. Policy is is task-oriented. Um, and so I would say that culture change is way more difficult than policy change. Um, because culture change requires buy-in. It requires a change in the overall or the greater um, actions of people. And so there are two parts to the plan that I think are going to be really important. The first part is your plan. And what I mean by that, it's the plan that, that you've got in your head that you keep in your head. It's for you. This is the, we're going to call it the master plan. Uh, now, you may have to shoot from your hip on occasion um, because situations will change or current, you know, the status quo will change, and as designed, it's going to change. And if, if your plan didn't account for those, then you're going to have to shoot from the hip. But I really think you need to stick to that plan as best you can. And the other thing you need to do is identify key people that can help you affect the culture change. Most of the time, these are going to be those informal leaders. You can look back a couple blog posts ago on uh, on the blog at managingfires.wordpress.com. We talked about key people and or informal leaders and, and why they're so important. And informal leaders are going to be just, just hugely important for you to affect culture change. You can't do it all by yourself because not the entire organization may not follow you. 
Um, and, and so you need to identify those people that are really going to affect that culture change for you. Okay, so, so then the next part is the public plan. This is about where you, know, where you can get a group of people, you know, 10, 15, 20, depending on the size of your organization, and say, look, here's what I want to do. Here's why I want to do it. And here's how I would love for you to help me do it. And this is how it's going to benefit you. Because when you ask somebody to do something, a lot of the time to get great results, you're going to need to make sure that, that they feel like it's going to be good for them. And so, you know, if you look, if you look at people and say, hey, I want you to wear your safety glasses, or let's use a better one. Hey, I want you to, you know, use appropriate lifting techniques. You know, use your legs, not your back. Um, because it's going to help you to to not get hurt. I, yeah, I get there's something in it for them. But another way of saying it is, hey, look, if you use your, your legs and not your back and use appropriate lifting techniques, over a period of time we'll have less workplace injuries, which, which can help reduce cost, which can help with pay raises. That's something an employee can see. So I'm going to step away for a second. Think about how... Well, think about the key people you can use and then get a couple bullet points for your plan. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to act on that plan and what major one single thing you can do to help be successful. Stick with us. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Managing Fires, and today we're talking about culture change. Now, a quick recap. We've already talked about um, the fact that uh, culture change is difficult, uh, but sometimes it, it's the only thing can, that can keep your organization on track um, to keep it moving forward. Uh, progression is very difficult, and culture change is extremely difficult, um, but you can affect culture change in your organization, and it will pay dividends. So uh, we talked about you know, what change is needed, um, and some of the examples I gave included work ethic change in, in your organization or um, a customer care um, improvement plan or culture of customer care, customer service. Um, and we talked about why it's currently the way it is and how you need to figure out what the backstory is and then develop a plan. And there were two parts to that plan. The first part, the master part, is known to you. These are the, the little things that you're going to do, the the little 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 nudges you're going to give that you're not going to say, hey, I'm giving you a nudge to affect culture change. You're just going to go ahead and give that little nudge in a certain direction and 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 then hopefully that will cause others to nudge others and it's a domino effect and it, and it grows exponentially. And then part is the public plan. Now we're going to talk about acting on that plan. So you have a plan. Let's act on the plan. Now, let me say this. I am a big believer that drastic change, and, and I mean drastic change, is sometimes needed. Um, I, I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, as, a, as a, an example, I would say, you know, if someone's heart has stopped, um, you know, it's paramount, important that you shock that heart. I mean, just right then, shock that heart. Drastic change. And oftentimes, drastic change will get you on the track you need to be on. Um, so what could this drastic change be? Uh, should that drastic change be in you? Uh, you really need to evaluate your organization 
um, on several different levels to determine whether drastic change is going to be appropriate um, or whether drastic change in you or your actions um, is going to be appropriate for your staff. Now, drastic change or, or something that shocks the system also can cause damage. You know, just like when you shock a heart, there may be burn marks, and I know it sounds horrible, but there may be burn marks on on the person's chest, but you save their life. In your organization, when you when you have a drastic change, um, I've seen it where you've actually lost staff that uh, couldn't get on board with that drastic change, and so that may happen. Uh, and you need to be prepared for that. And try to minimize that as best you can, but but is your drastic change, if it's going to save the life of the organization, it may be worth it. Uh, so, so bear that in mind. But drastic change is a good way to jumpstart. You know, I, whether it's you come in, maybe you're the, the, the fire chief and you come in and you guys have been wearing these really stuffy button-up shirts and they may look great, but they're, they're just not functional and they're too expensive and whatever the case is and... Maybe you're the fire chief and you come in and say, all right, guys, here it is. Today, is. today is zero day. Take those shirts. Bring them in. I've got some nice-looking polos for you. They're going to feel great. They're going to keep you cool. You're still going to look professional. These people are going to be blown away that you cared for them that much, and you're going to generate buy-in. And when you tell them, hey, you know, I still want to I want to foster a, a, you know, along with these polos, I'm using this as a, as a, as a, jumping platform, jumping off platform to start a, a customer service culture change in our organization. And I want you guys to be comfortable and happy all the time. So I'm going to do this for you. That may be enough to get your, get your staff on board. Now, the other question I posed was, do you have to change or should you change? Uh, you know, again, it's situational. Do you have to change? I think a lot of times, if you know, if, especially if you've been in an organization for a while or a period of time, several years, or you know, really depends on the dynamics or dynamics of your organization. But if you've been there for a while, yeah, absolutely, you probably have to change because if you are an effective leader, then you have been driving the current culture or the status quo in the direction it's going, and now you, through um, looking deep inside your heart have realized you need your organization needs to go a different direction, then you're probably going to have to change twofold. A, to, to, to make sure that you stay in line with the culture you want to promote, but B, also because you need to lead your staff in, the, in a new direction. So yeah, you should be at the top moving forward with your staff. Um, and so that goes to the should you change. Yeah, if you've been there a while, you probably should. And in my most recent case... Um, I didn't need to change. I was brand new, and and that was an upside for me. It was very easy for me to come in and say, hey, guys, I'm new. I'm not involved in whatever's been going on. I want to integrate, and I'm not here to walk in and fire anybody day one, or I'm not trying to do that because I don't think that's needed a lot most of the time. But, uh, and, and, you know, I've got these grandiose plans, and I want you guys to be on board. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I didn't have to change, but I also was brand new to the organization. So, you know, let me talk about that a little bit. You know, I went to a, a small fire department, 
uh, it was a combination fire department. That means there were some volunteers and there were some paid career staff, um, way more volunteers than career staff. Um, and all you know, all these people are here for a common goal. They want to be firemen and they want to save lives and 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 rescue people and and affect lives in a positive way. Um, but the the culture of this fire department at the time, um, and it had slowly been changing prior to my arrival. But I I, I really wanted to kickstart it, and that was the plan that that I had originally with with the fire chief was that I was going to kickstart this culture change. And he had already done it, but but I was another um, method or another tool for him to use to do so. So so the current culture at this fire department uh, was, hey, let's come in. Um, it's, a, it's a boys club. If you're not doing anything on Friday night, come by in your blue jeans and your T-shirt and hang out. Everybody can, can, can you know, tell stories and BS a little bit. And... You know, that wasn't the way or that isn't the way of the fire department. The way that's not the way the fire chief wanted it to go. And he wanted a more professional um atmosphere. And so to do that, he needed culture change. He needed these people to completely change the way they do things. He wanted it to be more like a full-time fire department. Now that's not to say he didn't want the volunteers. He absolutely wants the volunteers, and and I think that the volunteers are are just absolutely beyond important for the success of the organization. But the volunteers have had to change with the organization. It was time to move forward, and so my task was to basically be the hard guy, come in and say, "All right, guys, here's the way we're going to do it. Day one, we're coming in." Um, we're going to wear our uniforms all the time. You're going to sign up for the shifts that you that you are required to, you know, your minimum shifts per month. We're going to hold you to that. If you say you're going to be there at 7, you need to be there at 6.50 to make sure your stuff was ready to go on, on the engine uh, for your shift. Uh, and so these are very hard things for people to swallow. But what did I do? Let me tell you, here are the steps that I took. I made sure the staff saw me arriving 45 30 to 45 minutes early, sometimes an hour early. Um, I made sure they saw me arrive early. I made sure that I was shaved every day, clean shaven, had a had a clean uniform on, looked appropriate, had my my protective equipment, you know, my my fire coat and fire pants. And for you firemen, I, yes, I'm saying fire coat and fire pants instead of bunker gear or turnout gear because um, you know this is more this this podcast is more than for just firemen, but. Uh, you know what, I, I would put that on the rig, and I would check my, my air pack, you know, before shift to make sure it was functional. Of course, I, I've always done that, but I made sure that I did it strategically so that people would see that. And I'll take a term from one of my favorites, and I used strategery uh, to make sure that, that people saw that happening. Um, and so over time, and again, culture change takes time, and we'll talk about that here in a second, but... Culture change takes time. Over time, I saw a change in my career staff, and I saw a change in my volunteer staff. And this was important. And when I saw a change, when I noticed it, I made sure I let them know that I was happy with that. Um, you know, if I saw a guy that used to come in in t-shirt and blue jeans would stop by on one random evening during the week and 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 talk with everybody for an hour and a half, two hours, I would make sure that when he showed up in a uniform on time for his volunteer shift, 
say, hey, you know, Bill, this was – I'm happy you showed up. Thanks for being here on time. I tell you what, I've got this – and I would reward him. Hey, I've got this pretty cool class that's out of town that, uh, that I'm willing to pay for for you, you know, through the training budget. Uh, that I think you would benefit from. It'd be fun, get out of town for, for a weekend. How about you go to that? And and these people saw two things. They saw me noticing them, which a lot of times people just want to please their supervisor. Uh, and so it's very simple. If you'll just acknowledge their change or their positive action. And then, and then the second part was I rewarded them. Now, you don't have to reward them with an out-of-town trip for, for doing something little. But... but there needs to be some kind of reward there on occasion. Um, and, you know, sometimes people will say, and, and I listen to other podcasts, and people say, you know, your staff need to do what's right because they're getting paid. And I do believe, uh, in in line with that, that, you know, if people should come to work, put in a solid day's work for a solid, good solid day's pay. And, I, and, yeah, I do believe in that. You know, you're getting paid to do a job. But, and even volunteers, they're, you know, they're getting paid to do a job. It, it may not be in financial pay it may be um you know pay in in the fact that they feel good because they're doing something for their community uh but they do so i do believe in that however i think rewards are important as well so over time we saw a culture change and the fire department's on a better track now how much time well it really depends you know again culture change is very difficult culture change takes time It'll take multiple revisions of your plan, and, you know, it could take three, six, twelve, even more months uh, to see, see any kind of measurable change. But it's important to keep going. If, if you're six months in and you've stuck with it this long, it's probably worth doing for the long haul. Again, this is for the life of your organization, to save the life of your organization, so remember, build on any changes you have seen. You know, if if you saw if if you if you made a change in the culture, um, and and people are being treating your customers better, build on that. Ask your staff what ideas they have to take it another step, to to increase over what you've already done. Make sure you continue to sell a buy-in. So make sure you continue to sell your staff on why you're doing this and why these changes are happening and why the culture has changed. Um, you know, continue to develop your informal leaders. These are the people that are really going to get the job done for you. And then most importantly, you have to believe in it. You've got to believe that this culture change you're trying to affect is going gonna, is gonna to save the life of your organization. You have to believe in the cause. Wow, that was a lot of stuff. We're at like 23 minutes right now. I'm pretty impressed. This one's longer than the last one. Um, just to let you know, I made some notes to help us go a little better. But I, I hope you've stuck with me. I hope you understand that culture change is difficult, but it can save the life of your organization. It's going to take work from you, and it's going to take work from your staff on multiple fronts, but it's going to save the life of your organization. It's so important. So... If you feel the need for culture change, if you feel like that's got to happen in your organization, you can absolutely take these tips and techniques and put them to work. These are the tips and techniques that I used to affect culture change, and I saw a result, a great result, a measurable result. 
um, on many fronts. I mean, I didn't just do uniforms and come into work on time um, or customer service. I did the whole, I did an entire culture change, and it wasn't all by myself. I used informal leaders. I used um, policies and procedures. It it was a a well-rounded approach to affect culture change. But I tell you what, what you can do is you can hear as soon as these the, the podcast is over and I've got it uploaded on iTunes, I'm going to make a checklist that you can use to, to, to make sure that you're covering everything we talked about. And so all you need to do is go on to the blog. I'm going to post this the podcast on the blog. Go to the blog, reply or subscribe to the post – and I will email you a copy of my checklist for culture change and how you can be successful. And, and I really feel like if you use that and put it to work, that you're going to be successful with it. So what I'd like to do is send me your email. So subscribe, put your email in there, or you can just email me uh, at oliver.matthew at me.com. Uh, you can email me. You can tweet me at Managing Fires. Uh, you can hit us on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Managing Fires. Again, subscribe to or respond to the, the blog post. Um, and let me know what you think about this. Do we need to change something? Do you have any ideas? Or even better, do you have an experience where you already affected culture change? Um, I'd love to hear about it, and I, I think everybody else would love to hear about it. You know, shoot us shoot us something about that. And, you know, uh, if, if you don't... Uh, if you feel like you maybe aren't a great writer or can't communicate it really well, um, feel free to contact me. You and I will get it put together, and, and we'll get it on the blog. Uh, and that would be great. You know, it's a resource for everybody to use. Again, I'm Matt Oliver. This is Managing Fires. This is where you really, and I mean really, with culture change, can be an, an, an amazing leader. Thanks for so much for hanging out with us today. I know it was a long one, 26 minutes and 15 seconds, but uh, I appreciate it. Everyone else is going to appreciate your comments. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks for listening to Managing Fires.